Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Durson Network. We're here for the week four already. It's week four already of the 2021 National Football League season. It's the Pick'em and Preview Show, and I'm your host, as always, Ryan Anderson. Real quick, before we get into the picks this week, how about those teams out west? The AFC West, we had the Chargers and the Chiefs match up last week. You also have the Raiders playing lights out better than they ever have before. And then you have the Denver Broncos, who have looked impressive thus far. Really good defense, but just what a division out west. And then also NFC West. San Francisco with a tough loss to Green Bay last week. Uh, Seattle not looking like their usual selves, but you got to think they're going to be competitive over the long haul. And then you have your teams at the top of that division, which are matching up this week in the Rams and the Cardinals. So those two divisions out West are playing some really great football and looking forward to seeing that develop throughout the rest of the year. So without further ado, let's get right into it. It's the first pick of the week. Jacksonville Jaguars going to see the Cincinnati Bengals Saturday night. I'm sorry, Thursday night football. It's not get ahead of ourselves. Thursday night football matchup. Jacksonville, they are what they are. They don't score a lot of points. If they do, it's on on returns. Um, but they're just they're not giving their rookie quarterback a lot of support, and uh, they're really throwing him in the fire. Therefore, they haven't been successful. They were a little competitive last week, but again, they just can't move the ball that well uh, over the course of a sixty-minute four-quarter football game. Cincinnati, on the other hand, looked pretty good against the Steelers last week. Joe Burrow's been impressive thus far. Took some hits early in the season. It was good to see him bounce back from those hits. And also the connection there with Jamar Chase. We see why they were so successful uh, in that huge national championship season a couple years ago with LSU. Chase is a gamer, and Burrow loves it. And the, the three games, uh, they got Chase is at a touchdown in every single game. I'm going to go Bengals here. It's not much of a matchup. Again, Thursday night football, Bengals are going to take that one. Next matchup, we have the Kansas City Chiefs against the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles looked unmatched on Sunday night. I'm sorry, Monday night football against the, get my days mixed up here, against the Dallas Cowboys. We'll talk about that more, I guess, later. But really, Dallas just overpowered them and, in every aspect and to me it highlighted the number one poor game plan from Sirianni we all saw that they they did not ever commit to the run I think Sanders had two rushing attempts so just a really horrendous game plan by Sirianni which was disappointing after the first couple weeks they looked pretty good and then the, the other thing and I think the the one thing that stood out most to me was just the talent on the football field Cowboys hats off to the front office uh, the Jones family doing a tremendous job developing that franchise through the draft. Look at the teams. We'll, we'll get into that down the line, but just look up and down that Cowboys roster and their draft. I, I'm getting ahead of myself. We're talking about Kansas City and the birds here. Kansas City is going to win this game. Uh, they need a win coming off that loss against the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. So expect them to get it. And uh, six and a half seems like not enough to me. I think they cover there. Philadelphia just looked bad. And um, unfortunately, that's probably what they're going to look like most of the season. They just don't have the offensive firepower to compete with these teams uh, who can score. So they're going to lose that game. 
Next, we have the Tennessee Titans going in to see the New York Jets. New York Jets could not do a thing against the Broncos last week. Tennessee looked good against the Colts. They got the win, which we all expected them to. It was a good bounce back for them, I think, the last several weeks after a week one loss. Uh, they're looking a little lean at the wide receiver position with A.J. Brown out, and it looks like Julio Jones might be out as well. So look for a big game from Derrick Henry there out of the backfield. Jets defense, they're not going to be able to stop them, and their offense, again, similar to the Jags, it can't really move the ball, putting in a rookie quarterback and not really have any having any stability around him whether it be offensive line, skill position, there's not much there to support the rookie QBs this year. And uh, that's going to show up in this game. Tennessee is going to beat the New York Jets. We have the Houston Texans going to see the Buffalo Bills. That Buffalo Bills week one loss against the Steelers is looking more and more like a mirage. I think Buffalo blows the Texans out this week. The offense seems to be, uh, you know, Allen, Josh Allen, again, uh, week one didn't look good, but it, him and that offense are starting to click, and I think we're going to see more of that. Again, Allen was my MVP pick for this season, and I think this week against Houston, he's going to have an MVP-type performance. Look for Buffalo to take that one uh, handedly. And we have the Carolina Panthers going to see those Dallas Cowboys. So Dallas Cowboys, I was just talking about them, going on and on about those drafts. Just think about the drafts that they've had and the players that they've brought in through the draft. It's really impressive. You could start with the quarterback at Dak, Dak Prescott, who looked, I think the guy uh, calling the game, uh, Lewis Reddick said it about 50,000 times Monday night, but he was in complete control of that offense, and he really was. Um, but Derek, or I'm sorry, uh, Dak Prescott, Zeke Elliott. Last year you had Micah Parsons, C.D. Lamb. Michael Gallup, uh, the offensive line, Martin, uh, Collins, who I think is suspended, but either way, uh, the, the tackle there in Smith. I could go on and on and on. Demarcus, Lars, Demarcus Lawrence, um, the linebackers, Diggs. That front office has done a phenomenal job. And Dallas Cowboys are far and above the best team in the NFC East, and they're going to win that division hands down. It's not even going to be close. And they're also going to win this game. Carolina, again, off to a good start, 3-0. and Darnold made some mistakes against the Houston Texans that uh, would have cost him against anybody else. Just too loosey-goosey with the football there, Darnold. So if he does that one or twice this game, Micah Parsons is going to get in there and knock that thing loose. Dallas will win this game against the Carolina Panthers. And we have the New York Giants going in to see the New Orleans Saints. It was, I'll tell you, New Orleans surprised me a little bit last week. Beating the New England Patriots, who just couldn't, again, another team that can't score with a rookie quarterback. But the how about the Giants? Home game against one of the worst teams in the league, Atlanta Falcons. Got the crowd all hyped up. You're celebrating Eli Manning before the game. You have an opportunity to close that game out, and you don't. You lose against the Atlanta Falcons at home. Uh, really disappointing. A real contrast to the front office you see there in Dallas. Uh, New York Giants are going to be doing an overhaul this offseason. That's for sure. New Orleans will win this game. Next, we have the Cleveland Browns going to see the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Vikings 
Real impressive win last week against the Seattle Seahawks. Didn't get off to the greatest start, stuck with it. Kirk Cousins has been playing really well through the first three weeks of the year. We know he's had his struggles, but I'll tell you what, that team is going to be competitive, and it's evident by only a two-point spread here against one of the better teams in the National Football League, the Cleveland Browns. I like the Browns to win this one, but... Again, Minnesota, expect them to be competitive uh, throughout the entire season, uh, even with the injuries. Uh, as long as Kirk Cousins is back there and that O-line can give him a little bit of protection, that team's going to fight. And uh, I like them to, to keep it close but eventually lose to those Cleveland Browns. Next, we have the Detroit Lions going into, the, going into see the Chicago Bears. There were some pundits in the national and uh, regional media there in Chicago calling for the job of coach Matt Nagy. I think it's called, I think you say it Nagy, not Nagy, but I'm not hundred percent sure. We're going to go with Nagy. Matt Nagy, they were a hundred percent right. That guy needs to go. Oh my goodness. What? It's a real head scratcher. You see his interaction with the media whenever the quarterback position gets brought up. It's been going on ever since they drafted Fields throughout the offseason into the preseason, and now we're seeing it in season. He has a contentious relationship with the media whenever the quarterback position gets brought up. Like he really, for some reason, he's just not supportive of this rookie. And, you know, to some degree, I get it where you see guys like Wilson, guys like Lawrence, you throw them in there with no supporting cast. It makes it extremely difficult, but they had to start him this week because of injury and the game plan. You would have thought Foles was starting with that game plan. They didn't move him around in the pocket. There were there, were, I think, only two designed run run plays for uh, Justin Fields. That guy's got to go. OK, they had Mitch Trubisky. He blew that. Obviously a talented quarterback. I don't know that he's the greatest ever. Could have done better. And now you got Justin Fields, who I think is a really talented kid, and he's going to blow that too. So Matt Nagy needs to get the heck out of Chicago. And I'll tell you what, Doug Peterson's going to be on the uh, going to be on a lot of teams' radars this year, and Chicago might be one of them. I know it's a little soon for that, but Nagy should be fired. I, I guess that's the takeaway. It's... Really upsetting to see that game plan last week uh, against the... You, they, they didn't even try to bring it, have a tight end, an extra tight end protect. They were just leaving them out there to dry against one of the best defensive lines in the air. Um, so, moving on. Anyway, Detroit. Detroit had a, had a win last week against Baltimore and gave it away, or you could say the Ravens stole it. I don't know how you look at it, but... Um, Again, a team that's been competitive and they've shown fight, but at the end of the day, they're not that good. Uh, that being said, Chicago, again, the coaching staff stinks there all across the board. I think Luis Castillo, who my Eagle fans will remember from the Andy Reid days, he was out of the league and now he's in there coaching the O-line, and that's obviously not going well. So long story short, Detroit gets a win. And we got the Indianapolis Colts going to see the Miami Dolphins. This one's tough for me to pick because I, I I don't really like either team this season and I don't expect either team to blow anybody out, anyone throughout the entire season. Don't expect it to be a high-scoring game. So tough one for me to pick. I'm going to go Miami here because I like their defense a little bit more than I like anything else involved in this game. 
Again, Carson Wentz not at full strength. That team's off to an 0-3 start. It'll be interesting to keep an eye on if Indianapolis continues to struggle, continues to lose games, at what point do they say, you know what, we got to hang on to that first rounder. Carson, have a seat. Because they're going to have to do that. It's looking more and more like that just so that they're not giving up that first round pick, a high first round pick to the Philadelphia Eagles. Going to be interesting. Keep your eye on that. Uh, Moving on. But anyways, yeah, Miami is going to win that one. Then we have the Washington football team going in to see the Atlanta Falcons coming off a victory against the New York Giants. Another one, I don't really like either team. I'm going to go Washington here because I like their defense, even though it hasn't played as advertised thus far. You saw Chase Young last week. He really looks like he's sack hungry trying to get after that quarterback working upfield. I think Ron Rivera is going to get that thing dialed in a little bit more, and that defense will play well enough to win a game in Atlanta. Take Washington there. And we have the uh, an NFC West matchup between the Arizona Cardinals and the LA Rams. Two 3-0 football teams. Rams coming off a big victory against the defending Super Bowl champs in LA, uh, in which that offense looked very exciting. And uh, the coach there was uh, probably the most excited person to see what was going on. Running down all the way to Deshaun Jackson, running 60 yards to go high five him in the end zone. Kind of weird in my opinion, but um, whatever. McVay, you do you. Um, I'm going to go Rams here. Again, I don't think this this offense is no joke. And when you got players on the defensive side of the football like uh, Ramsey and like Donald, yeah, it's going to spell trouble. I just think they match up better than the Arizona against the Arizona Cardinals. It's going to be a close game, but I like the Rams to win that one. Then we have the Seattle Seahawks against the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers had that game won on Saturday night against Green Bay. They just couldn't close it. They gave them too much time. Uh, they should have not scored there as quick. Uh, everybody, easier said than done. If you can get in the end zone, you get in the end zone. That's the way you're taught to play football. But when Aaron Rodgers is on the other side of the field, you almost got to think twice. He's just so dang good with any time on the clock. You can't give him the ball back. And the 49ers did that and end up losing the game. Seattle, disappointing last week against Minnesota. That defense is in trouble, in my opinion. Uh, they got a tough schedule coming up. If they start out this season one in if they lose this game, go one and three. Next week, they play a tough Thursday night football matchup to start one and four. They're in trouble, and that quarterback might be moving on like we thought he might. There were rumblings of last offseason. But but really, it lies with the defense. They just have not been playing well. Another tough one for me to pick because I don't like Seattle getting off to that bad of a start, but I got to go San Francisco here. I'm going to take the 49ers to win that game. Then we have the Pittsburgh Steelers against the Green Bay Packers. There was a great quote this week on Good Morning Football. It's on the, uh, the Football Network. And I'm going to read it here. It's from Kyle Brand, a guy I like as well. He said, quote, ben, ben Roethlisberger looks tired. He looks frustrated. But he doesn't look downfield. That kind of sums it up. If you watch that team, again, Go back on the Dersen Network and watch our off-season episode with myself and Nick Johnson and hear my opinion about this franchise. They should have started this rebuild. 
I know that they, every year with Big Ben and Mike Tomlin, they play winning football and they make the playoffs. I We know this to be true. But Pittsburgh Steelers fans, I, I don't think I'm telling you anything you don't already know, for the most part. The run's over. It's done, okay? You might finish last in that division. You just might. Again, hasn't happened historically, but the run is over. You got two Super Bowls out of Ben, three Super Bowl appearances. Anybody you got, anybody would be happy with that. So just, just end it. The run is done and move on. They should have been looking for a quarterback in the last two to three off seasons. They've shown they can't really pick one in ladder rounds. But anyways, uh, Packers are going to win that game. Not much else to say. I think we saw uh, the, the last two weeks, the Green Bay Packers have shown the team that they're going to be the rest of the year. Uh, then we have the Baltimore Ravens going to see the Denver Broncos. Denver at home against the good football team at Baltimore. Another tough game. I like, I, I like the Broncos here. Quarterback playing efficient football, and that defense is really good, and they're at home. Uh, Ravens. Not impressive in Detroit. Should have lost that game. Again, they stole it. Uh, There was a delay of game that should have been called that was a no call at the end there that would have taken them out of field goal range. But Justin Tucker bails them out after the no call. Um, They could, again, this is a team, the Ravens, I think we're going to see some inconsistency from. They could come out, go out to Denver and look good. But I'm going to go Denver here with uh, with the victory and starting 4-0. How about them Denver Broncos? And we have the Buccaneers going in. The, how about this matchup? Did, has anyone seen the commercial um, on, uh, Fo- I guess it's Fox. Maybe it's NBC. I, I guess it would be NBC because it's Saturday Night Football. It's neither here nor there. But it's got the Adele song playing in the background with the promo between Belichick and Brady. And then Brady switching. I'm telling you, if you haven't, go ahead and uh, look that up on, on the YouTube uh, it gives me the chills. I, I'm excited to watch this game. I'm going to be dialed in on my recliner uh, watching Tom Brady go into New England. There's going to be fans with tears in their eyes for sure. This guy took them to the very top, the pinnacle of football for years. Nothing but respect is going to be shown there in New England for this guy, as it should be. And it's just going to be a really cool, unique scenario to see a guy who was that successful for that long with one franchise go into that go into that building in another team's jersey coming off of another Super Bowl with a different team and uh, it's going to be emotional it's going to be emotional for Tom it's going to be emotional for Gronk it's going to be emotional for the fans it's going to be emotional for me sitting on my recliner I'm looking forward to it New England's going to lose Tom Brady is going to scorch them uh, again, another team with a rookie quarterback can't really move the ball that well. Tom Brady is going to come. He's going to put on a show right? prime time. Can't wait to see that game. Then another can't miss game. How about these prime time games so far this season with the exclusion of a Thursday night game here, or there, these prime time games have been amazing. You had green Bay uh, going to last week with green Bay and San Francisco, uh, the previous week, or I'm sorry, week one with uh, Tampa Bay. I mean, these primetime games, for the most part, have been amazing. I think we're going to have another one on Monday night here between the Las Vegas Raiders and the L.A. Chargers. Again, this division, I talked about it at the top of the show, the AFC West. This game is going to say a lot. L.A. Chargers last week coming off a big victory against Kansas City. Historically, that's a team they 
That's a game that the Chargers lose. But they, they showed some toughness, and they won that game. This is the matchup. Also, this is the matchup that the Raiders really need to test themselves. I'm going to go Chargers here, and it's mainly because of that defense and the scheme that they've put together thus far with that rookie head coach who looks like looks to be a pretty good defensive mind, to say the least. Uh, so I'm going to go Chargers there, but again, that should be an exciting game for sure. That's going to do it for week three of the Pick'em and Preview Show on the Durson Network. I'm sorry, week four of the Pick'em and Preview Show on the Durson Network. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Do me a favor, like, subscribe, tell a friend, and I can't wait to see you next week. Everybody take care.